Okay, so I honestly didn't know what I wanted to talk about in this podcast episode. So today might just be like a hodgepodge of things that pop into my brain. <laughs> um, but to start out with, um, I don't know why I started thinking about this, but um, I was recently thinking about my haircuts that I've had in the past because I've had a lot of different hairstyles throughout my life um, in the past 17 almost 18 years of my life and as I was kind of thinking down the line of like all the haircuts that I have um, had in my life I started out with probably my most like not my most recent my earliest memory um, of a haircut which was probably one of the most traumatic experiences like ever (laughs) in my life Um, so when I was like maybe three years old um, I got lice And the funniest thing is, before I go on with, like, the rest of the story about my haircut, from, like, age, like, four to maybe, like, age 10, I got lice every single year, um, every single year, like, a couple times a year. Every year at my my elementary school, the nurse would come in once a year and do, like, a lice check, and every year, I would be, like, the one-person class that had lice. I don't know what about my hair was so inviting to the little lice bugs but every year for like six or seven years I had lice and it was horrible and I hated it but that's not important to the story so we'll get on with what we were talking about before which was my traumatic story of how I dealt with my lice when I was three years old or rather not how I dealt with it but how my mother dealt with it um so if you have ever had lice you know that really the best way to get rid of it is to use this lice hair treatment and to pick it out with like pick the lice out with a comb which is disgusting but it's necessary to get them all out of your head or your hair um but when I was three years old uh I couldn't have the lice medicine the lice hair medicine or shampoo or whatever put on my hair because it's extremely toxic and I was so young that it wasn't safe for it to be used on my hair and so my mom's solution was to take a razor and buzz off all of my hair so I had a buzz cut for several months um, when I was three years old and my preferred style when I was that age were these orange overalls with a white t-shirt underneath and then I had these bright pink uh, high top converse and I wore this outfit like every single day I refused to wear anything else for months and so there are a bunch of pictures of me in this outfit and um several times when I had that haircut and that outfit my sister's friends would come and meet me and they'd be like oh my god like for the first time they'd be like oh my god your little brother is so cute and the weirdest thing is is I can't remember that much from like the really early days of my childhood obviously because you can't recall everything but that is like one of my strongest memories I remember several people thought I was a boy and you know I but I refused to abandon my style I loved it I loved my overalls and my pink converse and I was heartbroken when I outgrew them um they were so so fashionable and so cute and so it was just a terrible terrible circumstance that was unavoidable unfortunately um and part of growing up but they were super cute and I loved them but um it was a little traumatizing to have all my hair buzzed off at such a young age because I really did like my long hair um I had a really cute bob and I was kind of rocking it so it was a little bit disappointing but necessary for the moment um my hair stayed pretty consistent in like kind of a short bob a little bit below my shoulders look until I was in third grade 
um, and I just decided that I needed something new. And so I ended up cutting my hair in like a bowl cut. I don't know whose idea that was. It was probably mine. I don't know why my mom agreed or why she let me do that. But for my entire uh, year in third grade, I had a bowl cut and I would like wear a headband with it and it just looked awful. Like it, it didn't look good. Um, it didn't look good in pictures. It looked really bad in the back. It didn't really, I don't know, it like didn't set my face shape off well and it just didn't look good at all really I don't so again I don't know who approved of that decision or who let um, a third grader decide what to do with their hair at that point but it it was bad it was really bad and I have my third grade picture in my house and I always refuse to look at it because I think I look so bad in it but my mom thinks it's sweet so we disagree on that one thing but it it is what it is um as far as that goes I don't remember much about my haircuts after that point. Um, there wasn't really like anything that stood out. I pretty much had the same hair for the longest time after that. When I was 16, my sophomore year, I grew up my hair a lot and it reached like the bottom of my back. Um, and I would have kept it because I really liked um, having it really long. The only problem is, is that my hair is curly slash wavy naturally. So it's really uh, freaking hard to take care of. Um, and it was honestly kind of a shit show, um, to manage. So it just wasn't worth it after like a year and a half of having that hair. Um, so I decided to abandon that and move on to something new, but, um, for the time being, it was really pretty. And I really like a lot of the pictures that I took with that hair. Um, I know I said that I would be talking about a hodgepodge of things here, and I honestly don't know what else to talk about because I really didn't have a topic planned for this week's podcast. Um, but honestly, talking about how I got lice every year reminded me that for almost a decade, two or three times a year for a while, I would get strep throat every single year. And probably the worst experience I've ever had with like a sickness happened when I was like um, maybe 13, 14 years old. Um, I have no problem taking um, pills uh, like ibuprofen or Advil or anything like that. I've never had any trouble swallowing them. I don't really have any issue with shots um, like the flu shot or anything like that. Um, so when I got strep throat, I went to the doctor and he gave me um, pills to take for two weeks every day, like twice a day and the strep throat would go away. And so I wasn't really stressed out about it because I had no problem taking pills. They didn't really bother me. If I just did it really fast, even if they tasted bad, it wasn't too awful. Um, and when my mom and I went to go pick up the prescription um, for this strep throat medicine, I opened up the bottle that they were in and these were the biggest pills I had ever seen in my life. And these big ass pills tasted so bad and they were not like encased in plastic or anything, the kind of plastic that's on pills that digests um, in your stomach. These, they tasted awful and they were so huge. I couldn't choke them down. I literally, like I tried it one time and I just, I it gagged, I couldn't do it. And so I ended up like trying to figure out ways to get these, like to force these pills down my throat for two weeks, twice a day. And I was like cutting them up. I was like crushing them and putting them in my water, which was a terrible idea because that took forever to take and the water tasted absolutely horrendously awful. Um, but I, it was the worst two weeks of my life. I just could barely like get them down and it was so horrid. And um, like a little while after I'd finished it, my throat started hurting again and I was like oh my god like, <laughs> like I just didn't know what was going on so we went back to the doctor and I found out that 
not only did the pills not work, but I had gotten a more like concentrate or like a worse version of strep throat. And so when the doctor told me that I was going to have to do another round of pills for like three weeks straight, I was like close to tears. I was just at the end of my rope. Um, but he told me that, that because that didn't, medicine didn't work, I was going to have to take a stronger dose of a different kind of medicine. And these were encased in plastic and they were really big, but they didn't taste like anything. So I was able to get those down. Um, but I remember that to this day because I've never had a problem with medicine before. And that was the one time in my life that I probably like couldn't get the medicine down and it was just so awful and now I'm thinking about it and it's kind of making me sick so I'm <laughs> gonna move on to something else because it was just so horrid and ever since then I've never had strep throat again so I don't know what was in that second dose of medicine like those second pills I got but they were absolute miracle workers because I've never gotten strep since then so that was lovely um I honestly don't get sick very often I've never gotten the flu or anything like that but it was it was bad so that was lovely. Um, I honestly don't know what to talk about now. Um, I mean, if we're really going for a hodgepodge of things, I've today I spent like 30 minutes thinking about a conspiracy theory. And I don't really think about conspiracy theories that often. There are several that I find interesting, but I don't do like in-depth research on them. This one I didn't really do research on, but it freaks me out so much that I like I think about it probably like two or three times a month for like a long time because it is so scary and I just like I don't know it, it's really bizarre but it is the conspiracy about the Mandela effect where like things that you think were named things in the past are actually not named them now and that's like supposedly like a dimensional thing what I'm saying is not making sense right now for anybody who doesn't know what the Mandela effect is so it's basically like if you thought that like yogi bear for instance was spelled like y-o-g-i um like your whole life you thought that's how it was spelled and then you found out in like you looked it up now and you saw that it was spelled like y-o-g-y i don't even know like how it's really spelled or if that's even part of the mandela effect i don't think it is but um it's like you can almost swear that it was spelled the other way but in real life it's not and a bunch of other people also swear that it was spelled the other way and so it's like you saw it from another dimension this is literally making no sense i'm sitting in my living room right now and i sound like a crazy person because what i'm saying i'm not explaining this really well but it's almost it's basically like you're seeing something from like a past life or like from another dimension i don't really know but when i read about it and i started thinking about examples and i was looking up examples of the mandela effect i was so freaked out that it was like a really big problem i was thinking about it and i was like this is not this is not cool um and actually i'm looking up examples right now on my laptop because i'm trying to think of a better way to like explain this because it's a little bit bizarre to explain um it doesn't really make sense um as far as how i'm explaining it i guess um so here's one so basically uh if you know the peanut butter jiff jiff peanut butter a lot of people can like people swear that there was a jiffy peanut butter at some point but other people swear that it was always jiff and so it's like this weird disagreement that people are having about like whether or not there was ever a jiffy peanut butter and if it was always jiff um or if they were like competitors at one time but it, it's like a whole thing um there are more examples here like 
Looney Tunes by Warner Brothers. It was spelled, the tunes in Looney Tunes was spelled T-O-O-N-S, or if it was spelled T-U-N-E-S. And honestly, I'm looking at it now and I don't know which one is right, which is weird because I grew up seeing Looney Tunes like on TV in the morning when I would get up for school or like it would just be on cable TV. And I don't know which one is right, which freaks me out because I know one of them is right. And I know one of them is what I saw when I was younger, but I I just can't differentiate which one it might be. And that's really scary. So, um, okay. Also, like, Curious George, I, it's saying that, like, some people don't think he had a tail and some people do think he had a tail. I definitely remember him not having a tail. But see, now I'm looking at both pictures and I don't know. And it's making me feel like I'm, like, going crazy. Like, I don't know if he had one or not in the show. Can somebody please confirm? I mean, nobody can confirm because I'm talking alone. But I wish somebody could confirm because now it's really starting to freak me out. And right here under the picture, it says, are you freaking out? Yes, I am because I don't know which one is right. Um, I mean, some of these I don't even know. Okay, like Skechers. Does Skechers have a T in it? Is it Skechers or is it just Skechers without the T? There has to be an answer here. I know there is, but it doesn't say anything. And there's, there's just no answers for me here. There's nothing. And I swear. Or Fruit Loops. Is, is the fruit in Fruit Loops spelled like, reg, like fruit is supposed to be spelled? Or is it spelled F-R-O-O-T? I swear it's the second one. It's F-R-O-O-T because the o, two O's are Fruit Loops. Like they're the little round Fruit Loops. Okay, this is making me really angry now. See, I don't know. And this is, <laughs> the worst part is that like, if you look up pictures on the internet of of the product or whatever it is they're both there and it's impossible it's impossible to know um like i i swear ugh, this is really bad now i'm like freaking myself out and i'm barely even talking to the microphone anymore because now i'm really reading these and i have literally no idea (sighs) i have no idea which one is right and it's starting to freak me out Sorry, I'm like reading these now and I'm not talking into the microphone. So I'll be done talking about this now or at least looking at examples. But if you've never heard of the Mandela effect or you've never looked at examples, I really recommend going online and looking up like Mandela effect examples and it'll freak you out. And you'll remember things that you haven't thought about in a long time. And when you look at the two examples, I genuinely don't think that you can tell which one is correct, which is uh, horrifying all on its own because I don't know what that means. I forget like what what the um description of um the mandela effect exactly is and what exactly is like the conspiracy behind it um and um exactly why people think that so i'm looking up the definition and it says the mandela effect occurs when a person believes that their disordered memories sorry i just said that wrong Disordered memories are, in fact, accurate recollections. They can clearly remember events that happened differently or events that never occurred at all. The bottom line is that the Mandela effect does not involve lying or deception. So it did exist. Or at least I think it did in my distorted memories. Did I say disordered? Okay, it's distorted. I don't know why I couldn't read that. But if I didn't say it correctly, that's what I meant. But this is freaking me out now. So I'm probably going to go look up more examples so that I can prove my theory correct. But that's it for today, guys. All right.